Franz Wagner, I know you're new around here, but you don't do that to people. You just, you don't do that to people. It's inconsiderate. It isn't nice. It, you know, I don't, I, I, you're cool, Franz. You're cool. Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 2nd, 2021. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the site expert and editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, the Orlando Magic pick up a win, a really nice win over the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll talk, we'll break down that game, what happened, how the Magic were able to pull this one off, the hero that is Cole Anthony, and the legend that has become Franz Wagner. We'll talk about why everyone is sleeping on this kid still and why it's no longer time to think that this isn't anything real. We'll talk about all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, we do want to thank you for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day or just part of your regular podcast rotation, whether you're listening to us on your way to work, watching us live on the YouTube stream uh, when we do when we do stream. I don't always publicize it, so you just have, you kind of have to discover us that way. Um, or on your way home from work or at the gym or wherever, we truly appreciate you making us a part of your day. We're free and available on all platforms as well as streaming on YouTube. There were several moments in Monday's game against the Timberwolves that felt like was going to be like every other Magic game we've seen this year. The Magic had their struggles. Their starting lineup starting to falter a little bit. Um, the Wolves hit their shots. The Magic had their down parts. They had their struggles. They were down by 10. Uh, and it, it felt like every game, Orlando was just doing this endless uphill climb to stay in the game. Um, and, and you know, we've seen this Magic team struggle a little bit. We've talked a lot about the rotations. We've talked a lot about their youth, and it showed. This looked like a game where the Magic were going to kind of do the good fight, but fall just a little bit short. The fourth quarter, though, was a different story. Um, Orlando trailed by 10 in the first half. They were able to cut it down um, and, t- and tie the game late in the second before falling behind by, I believe, it was six at the half. Um, in the second half, very much the same thing happened. Start of the third quarter, Minnesota took a 10-point lead again, and Orlando was fighting uphill to get back into it. They definitely trailed by six at the end of the third quarter as they just kept fighting, trying to stay in the game. And that's when Cole Anthony happened. Um, as part of an 11-1 run that flipped a six-point deficit to a four-point lead, Terrence Ross hit, hit a shot. Cole Anthony found, uh, found I think it was Terrence Ross for three. And then Cole Anthony hit two off-the-dribble threes. That just changed the mood of the game. We're going to talk more about Cole Anthony on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Magic, but Cole Anthony was in his bag. Cole Anthony was doing... All the things that a point guard has to do, that a scoring guard has to do to keep a team in the game. 
and he was starting in and out of the lane. He was hanging around the three-point line, draining shots, just being a super confident Cole Anthony. And that just opened the door and opened the floodgates. Franz Wagner was having a fantastic game before that fourth quarter. But in that fourth quarter, he took his game to another level. He was hitting his three-pointers. He worked off the dribble to get a running hook over Carl Anthony Towns. And then the dunk literally heard around the world. There were German reporters in the Magic's Zoom conference after the game. Franz Wagner came off a Wendell Carter screen with about four minutes left in the game. Drove past Carl Anthony Towns and put the veteran big man on a poster. It lit the entire bench up, but really, the ball was already rolling down the hill. The Magic outscored the Minnesota Timberwolves in that fourth quarter. 43-19. to They gave up just 39 points in the second half. 39 points in the second half. They gave up 32 in the first quarter. And suddenly, the Magic had the momentum, had that flow, had that feeling. They had the win, uh, a 115-97 win at that. Cole Anthony and Franz Wagner did the bulk of the work offensive. We'll break down their games coming up when we get into the box score. Um, they played phenomenally, and both Cole and Franz have been playing fantastic all season long. And really, this this last like stretch of games, this last week especially, they've really hit their stride. They've really found their groove. And obviously, the Magic are going to need more. They're not going to be able to repeat a Cole Anthony 31-point performance. They're not going to repeat a Franz Wagner 28-point performance. So I'm going to, you know, douse, you know, kind of calm everyone down a little bit. But then again, a lot of what they did was repeatable. Franz Wagner isn't creating much off the dribble, isn't I mean, he did a little bit in this game, but he's looking to attack gaps in the defense. He's looking to attack where defenses are weakest. Um, and that's why we're seeing Franz have really good scoring games. And his teams shift their focus to defend what Franz does well that should open things up for others, for other players, should open things up for Terrence Ross, for uh, Jalen Suggs to get some more open shots, to get better driving lanes, for Chuma Okiki to get more comfortable and get his shot down, which started to come around. We'll get to that here in a bit. Those scoring performances may not be replicable. But a lot of what the Magic did was they moved the ball really well. Um, they fought. Like, God, this team fights. Um, and, and I do think that's a credit to Jamal Mosley. I know we've spent a lot of time in the last few days criticizing Jamal Mosley. But like I said, there's some bigger picture ideas and bigger picture thoughts he's trying to get ingrained. This team's fight, this team's ability to to fight back from deficits, to stay in games, to keep playing hard. That's good stuff. And they needed a win. They needed a win to really continue to cement that in there. But what really we need to talk about in this segment is the defense because it's going to go uncredited. Like I said, just 39 points in the second half. Orlando defended really well. They took a team that's one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the league and kept them off the glass in the second half. Use that to charge their fast break, which set up those Cole Anthony threes, which set up Franz Wagner a lot. They stonewalled Minnesota's offensive options, including Carl Anthony Towns in the second half after he had a really strong, strong second half. 
Um, the Magic's defense played the way they envisioned it. They were tough. They were gritty. They were in the right spots. They were flying around. The mistakes they made were aggressive mistakes, which is fine. They didn't foul very much. But the Magic did everything that they're trying to do in this game. And it's good to see all those pieces come together in a win. Look, Minnesota did not play a good game. They would be the first to admit that. Um, they definitely left a lot on the table. They kept the Magic in the game in the first half by just fouling a lot. Um, Orlando's offense sucked in the first half. Let's let's be real. Um, they, they couldn't hit a shot to save their life. And they fell behind because of it. Um, but the free throws kept them in it. Orlando kept staying on the attack, stayed, kept staying aggressive. And that was a great mindset to have. The Orlando Magic did a lot of really, 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 really good things. And there's a lot to be encouraged about in this game. Now we have to see if the Magic can do it again. Um, I hate to rain on anyone's parade, but you got to win a couple in a row to really gain the confidence that I think we see in the potential in this team. We'll see if they can do that Wednesday against Boston. But this was a game that, that had the Magic playing exactly how they want to and made me a star out of two of the Magic's young players. We'll get to that coming up here, talk a little bit more about Franz Wagner and go through the box score here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I know you're going to really like this. Prize Picks has the best. NBA daily fantasy sports prop game on the market. Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. You can pretty much bet on anything you want. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown, and they've got a lot of basketball props too. All of our users that deposit and use the promo code and use the promo code I'm about to give you receive a 100% instant match deposit up to $100. Use the promo code NBA to take advantage of this offer. Here's how the game works. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus projected numbers. No dealing with those expert pickers, getting into those leagues, winning all the cash because they either flood the market with a bunch of different lineups that they know one's going to hit on, or they're just really, really, really good at this. It's just you versus the numbers, not you versus anyone else. Prize pick also prize picks also allows mixed sports entries. So you can take the over on LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prize picks and use promo code NBA. Or go, to your, or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. We want to thank you again for making Locked on Magic your first listen every day or just part of your regular podcast rotation. We truly appreciate everyone who listens to the show, we're free and available on all platforms if you don't know already, and you can find us as well on YouTube. Let's run through the box score real fast as the Orlando Magic defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves 115-97. to um, Just a bunch of really impressive, I mean, really two really impressive performances. It was a clean box score for the Orlando Magic. I think there's still a lot for this team to clean up uh, and improve upon 
as they move into the next phase, as we move into this really critical homestand for the Orlando Magic. If if we're going to talk about any whispers of the playoffs, Magic need to win some games in the next five games because the gauntlet awaits at the end of the next two weeks. But let's go through this final box before you real fast. Cole Anthony, 31 points, 8 for 17 shooting, 6 for 11 from the three-point line, 9 for 11 from the foul line, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals, 4 turnovers, really the only thing we can complain about on the Cole Anthony front. Um, I'm going to talk more about Cole Anthony tomorrow. Uh, that'll be on tomorrow's episode. But this guy is in complete control of the game. Um, you just you feel like the team is significantly worse when he's not out there. He was a team high plus 19 for the record in this game. Um, they're, they're significantly worse when he's not out there. And there's a reason that's the reason why he's playing 38 minutes a game. He played the entire fourth quarter. Right now, the right now, Jamal Mosley has the rotation where Cole Anthony starts the fourth quarter. And a lot of that I think is just out of necessity, just to keep the team in the game. Um, and then they have to see, well, can we take him out for two, three minute stretch or for, you know, three, four, can we buy three, four minutes for him on the bench before we have to bring him back in to close games? Um, Cole, Cole is in complete control of things. Um, this is, this is a point guard playing at the height, you know, kind of at the height of his powers, at the height of his confidence. Um, you know, this is a guy that we know is, has some bravado, has, you know, some, has a lot of confidence. I don't think it's ego. I think it's just confidence. Um, he is playing like it and delivering. Uh, it is hard to be upset with Cole Anthony. Fans loved him last year for his personality. Um, fans are loving him this year because, you know, he he's he's playing really well. I'm not ready to say he's made the leap. There's a few times where he's made some made some plays. And I'm like, huh, Cole Anthony's making the leap that we all thought Victor Oladipo was making. Um, Cole's still got some work to do. I think he's got to finish a little bit better around the basket. Um, be a little bit more consistent. I think defenses will shift how they ch- how they play him coming up here in the next few weeks uh, as they get more tape. But Cole is playing really, really well. He is probably the most important player on the team right now. He's he's the heartbeat and temperature of the team. Um, he is doing everything that the Magic need for him to do. It's, it's really impressive and really, really fun to watch. We are going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk more about Franz Wagner here in a little bit. But Franz Wagner, 28 points, 10 for 18 shooting, 5 for 9 from beyond the arc, 3 for 5 from the foul line. Franz, make your free throws. That's that's, that's my only criticism of the day. Uh, four rebounds, two assists, one block shot as well for Franz Wagner. Um, again, like these these plays are coming within the flow of the offense. Franz is not really t- not really forcing much, and that's the big difference with Franz. I think we've seen. Every other player kind of forced things at times. Cole definitely forces things. Jalen Suggs definitely forces things. Um, Franz just everything just feels like it flows with him. Um, if if his drive to the basket is cut off, he moves the ball and it's very very quick. And, and that's everything that was advertised about Franz Wagner. What wasn't advertised though was that yeah he can take guys off the dribble a little bit more. Um, he is a much better three point shooter. He really works with well within the offensive system within whatever scheme the magic are running. Um, and it just, it just all works. Um, that's, that's really the only way to describe it. Everything just works with Franz Wagner. We'll talk a little bit more about his game coming up here in a minute. Wendell Carter, a really nice game as well. 15 points, five for eight shooting two for three from beyond the arc, 14 rebounds. He did foul out in the game. Um, Wendell's just solid. I, I think, I think, you know, we all thought Franz would be the guy that scored a lot of points that we didn't even notice. Wendell's becoming that guy this year. Um, what I really, 
liked about Wendell is, is you know, he's usually in the right spots. He's, he sets solid screens. He, he does, again, all those little things. Um, I thought his defense on Carl Anthony Towns needed to be a little bit better. He did get muscled around a little bit. Um, that may be a concern moving forward. Maybe why the Magic have, have tried to use him a lot more at power forward uh, with Mo Bamba at center. Um, but I thought both Carter and Bamba took on the challenge really well of rebounding. Um, you know, some 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 shaky moments in the first half, but second half, both Bamba and Carter locked down the glass. Bamba finished with eight points, 10 rebounds, three for seven shooting. Um, uh, four offensive rebounds for him as well. Four offensive rebounds for Carter as well. Um, Bamba had five fouls, but um, again, I, I think they, I think both of them ended up using their fouls effectively in the second half. Um, and again, locked down the glass really well. Did a good, did, made a, made a lot of plays. They were really physical and did exactly what the Magic needed them to do. Jalen Suggs in his return to Minnesota, 15 points, five for 14, shooting one for six from beyond the arc, four for four from the foul line. Uh, five turnovers for Suggs. That's still the big issue with him is he's turning the ball over a little too much. Um, some of that I think is just uh, a lot of defenses are pressuring him and, and, and forcing him into those. A lot of that, I think again, more than anyone else, Jalen Suggs just seems to force his offense. Um, I, I think he's really searching for his shot and searching for the consistency that he knows he can play with. Um, but you know, I, I generally agree with what everyone's been saying. I've seen it too. I think Suggs is getting to his spots. I think he's getting good shots. I think he's rushing them. I think he's so sped up a lot. Um, and I think a lot of that's because of the ball pressure that's being put on him. I think that he is going to, it's, he's going to crack the code eventually, I feel like. Um, but right now it's definitely a bit of a struggle. Right now it's definitely uh, difficult watching him play um, because you see the flashes of how good he can be, um, especially when the Magic are able to get out in transition. Um, but he, he, he struggles just to be consistent. Um, and again, some of his shots, some of his baskets around the bat, around the rim, they're going to fall eventually. I think he'll figure that part out. But right now, it's it's just about getting getting to that point and kind of breaking through, which has been a huge struggle for him. Final guy to talk about: Chuma Okiki, eight points, two for nine shooting, two for seven from beyond the arc, two uh, four rebounds for him, two assists as well. Chuma's still getting his legs under him. Let's so let's you know we got to give him a little bit of a pass. We got to give him a little bit. Uh, of some time to get his legs back under him after missing so much time, including a good chunk of training camp. Um, very clearly, I think he is trying to be more aggressive this year. Um, first half was not a good half for him. I thought that he was trying to take too many shots, trying to 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 kind of force his game a little bit, uh, which is very much not Chuma. But I do think we are seeing a more aggressive Chuma, Kiki. I do think we're seeing Chuma try to do a little bit more things, try to expand his game a little bit. He's just not physically there, I think, quite yet. Um, but the second half was exactly what we imagined from Chumo Kiki. He guarded Carl Anthony Towns, defended him really well, was really tough, helped on the glass, helped kind of create positioning on the glass, just defended whoever he was defending. He defended really, really well. Um, and then he hit timely shots, hit a big shot in the fourth quarter, uh, hit two big shots in the fourth quarter. I think both of his threes came in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, really, he, he's doing a good job being uh, being assertive and putting himself in position to score. The, the, the timing's not there quite yet. The rhythm's not there quite yet. Um, but Chuma played Chuma played a fantastic second half, really helped this Magic team secure the win. The Magic shoot 45.1% overall, 17 for 43 from beyond the arc. They're continuing to shoot three pretty well. Um, I think that Magic have to be really impressed and surprised by how well they're shooting three. Orlando survives a really poor shooting first half by going 24 for 30 from the foul line. I believe they had 25 of those free throws in the first half. Yeah, they're 20 of 25 in the first half, so didn't do as good a job getting the line in the second half. 
but they do get to the line 30 times. Real big, big bonus for them. Orlando, we've been watching the turnovers. 16 turnovers, but only 10 points off those turnovers for Minnesota. Again, the other thing we're watching, offensive rebounds. Minnesota with 16 offensive rebounds. That leads to 18 second-chance points. The Timberwolves just 6 for 12 on second-chance opportunities. Minnesota's led in scoring by Anthony Edwards, a real impressive player. 24 points, 10 for 22 shooting for him. Carl Anthony Towns with 23 points, 16 rebounds, 6 assists, a real impressive game for him. Both those guys were really, really good. They were looking for some help, just like the Magic were looking for help for Cole and Franz. The Magic found it. Minnesota did not. Jared Vanderbilt, 10 points. Uh, uh, Malik Beasley with 11 on 4 for 16 shooting for Minnesota. The Timberwolves shoot just 37.1% from the floor. 14 of 51 from beyond the arc. Orlando did a good job forcing Minnesota to settle for three-pointers. Um, their zone defense, especially in the second half, really good job. Orlando did a uh, – uh, that is a point we needed to bring up. Orlando did a really good job playing their zone. I really like Orlando's zone. I don't think it's something they should do permanently. I don't think it's something that should be their base defense, but it's a good changeup. Minnesota really struggled breaking down that zone defense. A really impressive game for Orlando defensively. Again, they give up just 39 points in the second half. The Orlando Magic defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves 115 to 97. They improved to two and six on the season. A five-game homestand awaits. Orlando can do well on that homestand. They might well put themselves in position for the playoffs. We'll talk maybe a little bit more about the upcoming schedule on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But for now, let's chat about Franz Wagner. We'll do that coming up here in just a moment. But first, you love the sound of the cash register. I'm not doing the sound. The ad copy says I should, but I'm not going to do it because y'all don't want to hear that. Um, but that sound makes you smile. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using Shopify POS, our point-of-sale app, and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly, effortlessly, that's a hard word, stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. Shopify powers more than 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale, reaching customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. It also allows you to gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA right now. Shopify.com slash locked on NBA. Today's podcast also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, the World Series, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, 
Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Obviously, we've been super impressed with Franz Wagner. Um, obviously, Franz Wagner is, is not what any of us expected. I'll admit, I was among them who said, you know, who said, didn't necessarily question the Franz Wagner pick, but would have liked the higher upside swing. Would have liked the Magic to take someone that seemed to have a bit more opportunity to grow into a star, to, to bring in some elite talent. You know, my take on Franz Wagner in the draft process was, you know, this is a guy that's that's good and solid in a lot of areas, not going to maybe excel in a, in a ton of them, but he's a guy that helps winning teams be better. He's going to make your team better, but is he going to make a team like the Magic, a developmental team, better? Um, eight games into the season, that answer is unequivocally yes. He can make that team better. Unequivocally, he is someone that fits in, to fits into any system, finds his gaps, makes players better, is constantly available, constantly there for, for players to, to find. Um, Franz Wagner is a lot more than we ever imagined he could be. And obviously, Monday's performance, 28 points, five three-pointers, is a whole lot more than that. We were told and promised um, that a lot of what Franz Wagner does wouldn't show up in the box score. That... His impact wouldn't necessarily be seen in his in his scoring or in his shooting or his rebounding or whatever it was. And that part is absolutely true. He scored 28 points on Monday night. That's not everything that he did. But what we didn't expect was for Franz to pop off the box score the way that he has. For Franz to make the kind of positive impact that he's made so far this season. Through eight games... The Magic's two best players are Cole Anthony and Franz Wagner. The numbers show that. The two most impactful players, at the very least, are those two guys. Wagner is flowing with confidence, and it's very, very clear how much he has. For the season, Franz Wagner is averaging 15.6 per game points per game. That is second on the team, only behind Cole Anthony. Shooting a 60.3% effective field goal percentage making 46.3% of his three-pointers. He is not afraid to shoot it, but he's not going to take a bad shot. Very rarely do we look at Franz Wagner and say, oh, that wasn't a good shot. The ball flows to him, and he fires it with confidence. And if it's not there, he attacks. And if it's not there, he moves the ball. He's the kind of teammate that everyone wants to play with. But it's a consistency so far this year that has been incredible. He scored at least 10 points in every game. He's had at least one three in every game but one. Magic players have raved about his IQ, about his knowing when to cut, and he just does it. Again, those impact numbers, really important. According to NBA.com's lineup data, the Magic have a plus 1.1 net rating with Wagner on the floor. The team is minus 24.3 points per 100 possessions when he's off the floor. Only Cole Anthony has a bigger split in that number. Obviously, the Magic starting lineups have been very, very effective, but lineups with Wagner in them tend to play better. At this point, the two guys that feel indispensable as the Magic may begin to 
start experimenting a little bit with their starting lineup. But the two guys that are just not expendable are Cole Anthony and Franz Wagner. We did not think we would be here, for sure. Um, and, you know, I think we're still waiting to see how defenses adjust to defending Wagner and uh, how the Magic continue to expand his game, or whether they whether they try to expand his game. Maybe this is exactly what they wanted to see from him this year. But Franz has been just one of the just biggest surprises. He's turned into a terrific player. He's turned into a guy that the teammates trust and know will be there. And he has continued to just let it fly. This emergence, this play from Franz has been fun. Let's let's just be real. It's been fun watching a young player make this kind of an impact this quickly. Jalen Suggs is going to have his run where he does this too. I, I think we're all confident about that. But this really feels like just the beginning for Franz. No, he's not going to score 28 every night. But he's much better finishing around the rim than we thought. He's super smart on the floor. Knows how to get himself open. Knows how to get himself into scoring positions. There's, there's not a whole lot of insight I can give other than to say, Franz Wagner's really good. And he let the whole world know it against Minnesota on Monday. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic or watching today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himalay, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore Dean for the latest on the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. We thank you for making Locked on Magic part of your day every day. Tomorrow, we'll talk a little bit about the schedule coming up, why this next five-game homestand is super important, plus why Cole Anthony has become the heartbeat of the team. We'll talk about him coming up here, coming up on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. Now that you're done with us, make your second listen, Locked on Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available on all platforms. We had some comments in the chat while we're watching here, watching the show here, um, uh, so I want to get to those. Um, Malik Grady comments, Cole's overall 33.9 minutes per game seems sustainable. No, um, I think it can be. Um, you know, I think, uh, we, I mean, Cole's in the second year. We don't know what kind of injury history he has. Um, I, I do think Cole's going to be hovering around 30 minutes for most of the season. We'll see what happens, how the Magic reintegrate Markel Fultz back into the mix. Um, I, I don't think, you know, the way Cole's playing, I would not bench Cole. Um, I think we could see some Markel Fultz, Cole, Anthony lineups together. Um, you know, it, it, where Jalen Suggs at might depend on how the what the Magic do and how they integrate those lineups again. Um, but Cole is Cole's Cole is earning every single one of those minutes right now. Like I said, um, we'll talk more about this tomorrow. Um, the Magic are the Magic are are fine um, with with that. Um, Luis Medina says, "I could see logjam issues once all these injured players come back. Would you break up momentum our starting lineup currently has?" Um, I, I I don't think I do it yet. Um, I do think that it's coming. Um, you know, I think the start, the last two games, the starting lineup has lost their minutes in the first quarter. Um, and so I think teams are starting to figure things out. Um, I do agree that Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter need to be split more. I'm not against starting them both. That's what I would have done at the start of the season too. Um, but I do think the Magic need to make sure one of them is on the floor at all times, sort of like how they need to make sure Cole Anthony or Jalen Suggs is on the floor at all times. Um, so I do think that there are some of these questions as Chumo Kiki gets better, I think Chuma is going to really demand a starting spot. Um, and you can see defensively, 
when Okiki and Wagner on the floor together, what the Magic can do defensively. That's really scary. That's really a lot of fun. I think that's what the Magic want to be defensively at the end of the day. Um, so I do think I don't think that the starting lineup we see now, despite how successful it's been, is going to be the starting lineup for the whole season. I do think we'll see some shifts and changes. Um, I think we're beginning to see some of the, some of those some of the defenses adjust to the way the Magic are playing as well. Um, I think that is all I have for uh, on the comments. Again, I usually record these shows around nine nine thirty every morning. So if you're on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the pod subscribe to the podcast's page on YouTube at Locked On Magic. Get those notifications when I go live. I do record these live, so you can watch the show live, um, kind of see it in its rawest form, I suppose, um, and leave comments. I do check the chat uh, and do interact with you all um, during the show. We are going to play it on doing some more live shows. I'm not able to do one this week. We'll probably be back with a live show next week. So um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see about we'll see about that, actually, now that I'm thinking about, now that I'm thinking about my schedule um, uh, that, that coming up next week. But we are I am planning to integrate some more live shows. Um, when the team is back on the road, we'll do some pregame shows. So we we will be chatting a little bit more here on YouTube throughout the course of the season. It is part of my plans for the year. But that's going to do it for me now. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Bill Cross Mike. Orlando Magic defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves 115-97. See you all next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.